0: episode number 22. How are you guys doing? I want to dive in because no one is at home. <laughs> and uh when I get these uh these urges to do podcast, uh do to do a podcast, I want to get on here. Um this is your first time um coming in or listening in. Uh my name is Cammy Knight with a higher love. Um, and overall, let me give you an overall uh, story uh, view of my journey of you know why i came up with the higher love and you know where it all came from um this was birthed out of me um and it was birthed out of me out of my own pain i went through my own um awakening i went through my own awakening within the dark night of my soul and um it all revolved around love it all revolved around love um now when i was younger growing up and even carrying the same mentality that I'm getting ready to share with you on today I didn't grow up that way I grew up believing that love was conditional right and that you know I had to earn love in order to feel love that I had to earn it and so I was jumping hurdles dotting every I crossing every T you know, and I, I thought, you know, God was this the man with the white beard looking over the cloud that was always angry with me because I wasn't doing enough. And so I was in my head, I was like, okay, I'm not fasting enough growing up. I was like, okay, I didn't read my Bible today. Okay. I didn't pray enough. Okay. I didn't do this enough. I didn't close my, maybe I didn't close my eyes long enough, you know, doing prayer. And so it was like, I was, you guys, seriously, Um, I remember just having a lot of fear growing up because that was how I was raised of thinking that that was how you were you were supposed to be in order to acquire and attain or to be love I kept looking over my shoulder just like oh my god and I carried that same mentality in on into adulthood and not only that you know also doing all the things of how they told me how to be as a woman you know um and and dis- my distrust and how to have you know you don't trust people, and so I carried that similar mentality of not trusting you know men, even not trusting you know my husband, and um you know because just of how. Uh, that, that, that energy of, of how I was raised to think that, you know, you can't trust people. And so, and, and, and there was a lot of unworthiness that I carried with me. Great person, great heart, great kid, you know, great woman, but still I carried a lot of agreements, you know, unworthiness, distrust, low self-esteem, um, uh, you know, self-doubting, uh, and, and, you know, all of those things, uh, that I, I carried along the way because I thought um, that my answers were outside of me. I really did. Um, and, and, and I thought that that was how God viewed me. Um, I thought that I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't dotting my eyes enough. I wasn't crossing my T enough. I wasn't doing enough hurdles. I wasn't, do, wasn't doing enough somersaults, you know, for God. It was like almost believing that God didn't see me unless I did everything perfect. That God didn't see me, that God didn't approve of me, unless I did everything perfect. And so, I grew up always feeling like I wasn't enough. I grew up feeling like I wasn't enough. You can only imagine that type of weight, that type of depth. That that carried and yet instilled this light within me, which was my soul, my higher self, that was saying something is not right. Something is not right. And that light, that voice that was saying something is not right. I heard it, but yet and still, I kept doing all the things. And God shut my whole world down. And I had an encounter with God, an experience with the divine. And it was, basically, the conversation went like this. And I'm paraphrasing. What are you doing? This isn't, this isn't my kind of love. This this isn't who you are. I, I didn't make you that way. Who, who told you that? Who told you that my love was this, this way? Who, who told you? Who told you? And it was as though the light came on. And I, my soul was returning home. It was returning home and I had awakened to my divine self. And, you know, the divine was like, I'm going to show you, through you. I'm going to show you, through you, because it is you. The essence, the beingness of love. And through that, I had to go through the, the process And it was through the process where all of the debris, where all of what wasn't true fell off. And what stayed, what was real, what kept ringing was love. What kept ringing and growing and expanding was truth and revelation and light. Love. And this is what I came up with, a higher love. A higher love and uh, it's been such an amazing journey you know before when I was carrying all that heaviness not only was I carrying that but I was also carrying it physically physically and I put on like you know pounds like I was over 50 pounds you know and because of the journey that I went through my awakening I had lost 50 pounds I lost over fifty pounds. It 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 was it was a it was a purifying, removing um period of my life because I was being revealed into light, being being, you know, awakened to this light within me. And this is why I came up with the higher love. It's so expansive, it's so abundant. And I thought it was for me, just for me. And you know, but no it wasn't just for me. It was for you know, you know, my family. It was to serve people. And so here I am. But I want to talk to you in particular today, um, men you can listen in too. Um, but I want to talk about what, what isn't really talked about most. What isn't talked about most. And that is, I want to talk about women in particular, but I want to talk about what is so precious and sacred. And that is the cycle, our menstrual cycle. Um, You know, I've learned so much through Kim Beatty, uh, through Shannon Yvette. Um, these are amazing women that has definitely enriched my life um, so profoundly. Um, but, but Kim Beatty, she also will be coming on the show. I have to... Um, set a date but i definitely know she's coming um so she is going to talk about in depth the menstrual awareness um and so this is her gift this is her passion this is her ministry and this is what she teaches um she even has if you can go on her website kimbaity.com um kim k-i-m baby b a d y dot com if you go on her website um she has wonderful um, products that um will help uh enrich uh your awareness and help you know awaken the wisdom within you you know awaken the awaken the goddess within you awaken the goddess within you and i just i'm just so um grateful uh to You know, just to have crossed her path. Just to have crossed her path. Um, You know, I don't believe anything is by accident. So I'm just so grateful for it. And so I want to talk in particular about, you know, just what I am learning about myself. I was thinking on yesterday and I was just like, I embrace all of me. I embrace all of me. I, I believe that is love. I embrace all of me, you know. Uh, when, when, when we embrace all of who we are, I believe that is love, that is trust. We've created that sacred um, presence, that sacred safe zone, sacred bowl within ourselves. And I think the more that we tap into that place within us, and give ourselves that permission and getting quiet, um, the more we are able to expand in love and expand in healing within ourselves. Um, so in particular, uh, you know, the cycle isn't talked about a lot in the Western culture. You see the pretty, you know, pads in the aisle, the different tampons and the different sprays and the wipes, right? Um, and it's sort of viewed as if it's taboo. It's sort of viewed as if there's something that you kind of should ignore. In the Western culture, the cycle is more of like, okay, you're on your you're on your period, and all right, we're just going to ignore you or we. Re- <laughs> Just ignore that and, you know, just keep working. Just just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. And we end up ignoring ourselves, ignoring our body. And what I have found out and learned through Kim Beatty is that we are not linear. We are not linear. We are cyclical. Cyclical, which means the cycle. We are to listen to the cycle, to the rhythms of our lives within us, the life within you. We are to listen to the cycle and the rhythm within us. We ought to listen to the cycle and the rhythm within us. And I wanna talk in particular about when we are on our flow. When we are on our flow, when we are on our flow. And once again, Kim Beatty talks about, you know, the, when you're on your cycle, when you're premenopausal, she talks about the rites of passage. She talks about the menopause. She talks about it all. And I can't wait to have her on the show. Um, But I want to talk in particular about giving yourself that, those first five days. Now, you know, I am not on I'm still, I still have my cycle. Um, and so I am not experienced in, you know, premenopausal or, you know, menopausal. I want to talk about the women who have, still have their cycle. And I want to talk about, um, in particular, how you should not ignore, don't ignore yourself in particular on your flow. On your flow, we are hyper, a little bit more ex, uh, sensitive. Um, and however, whatever that looks or feels like to you, it's okay. Sometimes we are told that. Sometimes we aren't told it's okay. You know what I mean? Sometimes we aren't told that what it looks like and what it feels like. When you're on your cycle, sometimes we feel more sensitive. I feel more sensitive when I'm on my cycle. And when I'm on my cycle and I feel more sensitive, that is a time of being quiet. Mm -hmm. That is a time of creating more of that space for you. I talk about a lot, creating more of that space for you. And that no judgment is at peace zone for you. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking before that, you know, it was my husband's fault why I was upset. Or it was the girl's fault or other, you know, other people outside of me. I used to think it was their fault of why they made me upset. Simply because I wasn't connected to myself. I wasn't connected to my rhythm. I wasn't connected to my body. I wasn't connected to who I was. I thought a cycle was just a cycle, and you just put your pad on and you just make sure you throw your 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 pads in the trash can, make sure nobody doesn't see them and and you know you take your miall or you take your your heating pad and you rest. what I that's all I knew I didn't know that I was different I didn't know that it was a time of sacred ground a time of holiness a time of solitude a time of listening and breathing and getting in more into nature exercising exercising And more importantly, treating your body with good nutrition. What I have found is that the more that I exercise, the more quiet that I am listening. Because a lot of times, sometimes the body, because it's heightened sensitivity-wise, and I'm aware of this, it's heightened sensitivity-wise on your cycle. So because it's heightened sensitivity-wise on your cycle, there is a level of um, sacredness that you must create within the self. And that is being quiet, loving you, listening to you, tapping down into your womb, being connected with the self, breathing. Lots of greens. I'm, I make sure, you know, just recent. Just recently, I made sure, and I also make my oldest daughter, she's on her cycle. I make sure that we incorporate greens in our diet. Greens in breakfast, some type of greens for lunch, some type of greens for dinner, Rich, dark, green, leafy vegetables are dark, you know, dark colored foods, high in iron, high in vitamins, high in minerals and and flushing with water. In particular, alkaline water, because it's a mineral water. Um, Mineral water is water. Um, that actually uh, gives the body more oxygen, gives the body what it needs instead of acidic water. Um, You know, you could be drinking water and it comes right through you, but having mineral water, um, you know, it gives you the minerals that your body needs, right? And it allows you to eliminate what it doesn't need. And so it's drinking that I try to drink um I don't do it off I don't do it every day um but I'm very mindful of drinking a gallon of water a day. I'm mindful of it. I do I do pretty good at it. Um but I'm always mindful of it. So here's a tip. I will buy, you know, a gallon of water and I'll just fill it up for that week. You know, I'll fill it up every day. That will be my gallon of you know, I'll buy the, you know, the gallon uh, water at like Trader Joe's or you know Target anywhere where they have like you know a gallon size of a, a bottle plastic bottle and so I'll do that and you know I'll use that same bottle you know for the week sometimes two weeks and you know and then I'll buy another one um, but it's flushing you know it's constantly flushing and flowing and so and it's eliminating you know the excess water um, cre- cre- it creates good skin and also what I also do is you know I also do um, I will buy a plant-based uh, vitamin a plant-based organic vitamin that has all the stuff um, you know so you want to go to your nearest vitamin shop you want to go to your nearest you know GNC and and you want to not buy vitamins that are more synthetic you want to buy vitamins that are organic that has the real deal stuff in it and so you know it's a little bit more pricey but you want to invest in your body now or you will pay for it later (laughs) you want to invest in your body now you want to tap into your body now you you know some of you might say well I'm too young no no No, no, you're not too young. Start now. Start now. Feeding your body the right stuff now. Greens in your body every day with every meal because it balances your hormones. Mm -hmm. This stuff that, that God, the God food, God kind of food from the earth, balances your hormones. And not only that, it allows you to stay connected within your womb. Connected with the self. So, on this, on my five day cycle, I pay more attention to myself and I am more quiet. I am more quiet because I am hypersensitive. Just a little bit more sensitive than usual. And I know this. And because I know this, I just get quiet. And so, listening to your body might be different. Your body might be different, but it's listening, listening. That's the key. Listening to your womb. Listening to what it has to say. Listening and releasing and removing. There's nothing like being in a sacred place within the self. There's nothing like... Growing and expanding and evolving within you and trusting you. Getting quiet is everything. And, you know, oftentimes when we're quiet and we quiet the mind and we just flow with the rhythms of our body, it makes. Your yoke, said so, you know. I remember the verse. that says, um, "For my yoke is easy and my burden is light." I think when we when we give it away, you know, when we're it, it, there there has to be a cycle a rhythm within you, where you're giving things away. You're giving what you carry away. Listening to the rhythm. Your body because if you go 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 and don't listen 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 you're not creating the best life for you and you're worthy of it you're worthy of it right you're worthy of being love you're worthy of giving love to you Knowing that it is within you. Giving love to you. Knowing that it is within you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And giving it out into the world. But it has to be, there has to be a rhythm that you're honoring within the self. I remember one of my mentors saying that, you know, in the earlier times when women uh, would start their cycles, when they were all living in the same village, they would go off, you know, they would go away when they were on their cycle. They would go away from their families. Um, And it was just a sacred time. Um, I also remember uh, my mentor at the time, uh, Shannon, was. she was talking about her grandmother, she said when her grandmother would start her cycle, when she was in her cycle, she told, she told her that, the grandmother told her that she would just, you know, get her tea and lay down. And I think that's where we recharge. That's where we recharge. When we listen within and do a lot of being quiet, that's where we recharge. That's where we recharge. I remember... I remember thinking that laying down, meant lazy, that you had to like numb the feeling, numb it out. It's like, no, you don't. You don't. I love myself so much. I love myself so much. But I didn't always feel this way. I didn't always feel this way. I had to go through the darkness, through the purging, the removing, and grow and evolve into this expansion of love within myself. And live out of love and trust me first. Trust my feelings. Listening to my feelings. Um, Knowing what is speaking love or what is speaking or if it's fear. Creating so much love and wholeness within myself. So grateful to be at this point of love. And it took time. Took a lot of wet pillows. A lot of crying. Crying. A lot of confusion went on because I didn't understand what God was doing within me. I didn't understand it. I thought God didn't like me. (laughs) I did at the time. Because I didn't understand why I had gone through so much. Why I had to go through so much pain. But the pain was being removed. So I could see the worthy and the value of who I was. Because I was hiding under the pain. I was numbing under the food. I was numbing under church. I was numbing under the idea of God. Of pleasing God. The idea, quotations, of how I was taught. Of how to please God. And doing all that. It was through all that where God removed all of that you know the divine within us removed all of that and showed me that it was me and within me you know there was a verse that says "For I have given you power tread upon serpents you know I've given you the power and then there's there another verse that says um At the end, it says, according to the power that works within you. Uh, According to the power that works within you. You know, there's also another verse that talks about, you know, how God has given you, you know, the promise God has given you the vision. God has given you all that, you know, you need, whatever God has placed within you. You know, the miracle, the healing, all that is within you and it's within you but you need to participate Mm -hmm. participate and in the area of participation there's a level of connection that you must go to within there's a level of connection that you must go to within it's everything everything the key to love listening to your intuition and not allowing fear to be your lead and so in the area of your cycle I want to tell you that you are valuable you are valuable you are valuable you, But you gotta believe that within you how valuable you are to you not to anybody else first you gotta believe and know That you are valuable. (coughs) Excuse me. That you are valuable to you. Without needing to stand to the mountaintops. Without needing to stand and say, look at me. Defend me. Somebody listen to me. Somebody look at me. Mm -mm. You got to be valuable to you. You got to give that love to you. Because this is you. And you have to not be afraid to go there with you. And what I mean by going there with you, you got to be in the position where you are exposing you. Exposing the ugly parts and still tell yourself, it's okay. Exposing the vulnerability parts of you and still say, it's okay. It's okay. Giving room for love. Mm -hmm. Giving room for love. You got to allow love to breathe. Love is not so clingy. You have to allow it to expand and breathe, and you have to trust your intuition. There's no need to be on guard. There's no need to be defensive. Trust. 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 I used to think that I had to be on guard because I was listening to all the stuff that, you know, I was told of how to be and how to be on the lookout for this and be on the lookout for that. And I was just looking for stuff. <laughs> I was just looking for stuff, y'all just looking for stuff, and I found it eventually. you know when they say seeking you shall find you really will find it because it's what your energy is what you're putting out there, you know you know it's what you're creating it's what you're creating in your world it's what you're what you're co-creating with your world, and so in the area of sacred. When, we're, when we are on our cycle, when we're sacred, it's a time of being sacred, listening, being quiet, whatever your body needs. You know, sometimes I will, you know, take myself out somewhere by myself. Um, sometimes I will clean. I like when things are clean. <laughs> um, sometimes I will clean. It's just therapeutic for me. Um, and so whatever, whatever your body needs at the time, I want you to not run from your cycle. Don't run from it. Mm It's needed. Don't run from your cycle. It's needed. Don't run from it. It's needed. Don't hate it. Allow it to happen. This is your body. Get connected with your body. Get in tune with your body. Trust your body. Mm -hmm. Trust your body. Listen to you and not the fear. You know, also, what I want to add to when you're on your cycle, because we are hypersensitive. Sometimes or more sensitive than usual, um, I'll say that. Um, sometimes we're more sensitive than usual. A lot of times when we're crying, um, it's what needs to come up to the surface. A lot of times when we're crying, it has it's what needs to come up to the surface because around our flow, our menstrual flow is also a, a, a cleansing. You know, not only are you physically cleansing, you know, the blood, the shedding of the blood from your uterus, not only is that cleansing and your body is eliminating waste, but also uh, your body is also eliminating things emotionally. And if, if you're, you know, putting it right back into your body and, 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 and suppressing it, you know, it's going to come again and so it's it's that time to allow it to come up. So, you know what I mean? Whatever, you know, whatever you have buried or festering within your soul, allow it to come up. Allow it to come up. So, I have nothing else to share with you guys. I love you guys. My heart is with you. Um so this is for the women. Men, you can listen too so you'll know understand <laughs> you'll understand the women in your lives more. <laughs> And women, we will understand us more, right? You'll understand us more. I'm done, you guys. I will talk to you guys another time. See you guys next time. Now, before I go, what am I going to make today? (laughs) What am I going to make today? I don't know. I know it's going to be something involved with greens. But get your greens in today, you guys. Even if you're not on your flow, your menstrual flow, get some greens in. It's it's just good for you. It's just good for you. Be good to you. Be good to you. And the rest will follow. All right, that's it, y'all. I love you guys dearly. Have a good day. Good morning, everybody. We are on episode number 23. Um, I'm loving the journey that you guys are on with me. Um, this is a Kami night with a higher love, unconditional love, that kind of love that radiates on the inside of you. Um, if you would like to know more of my story, you can listen to my podcast or go onto my website, uh, Um I also have on my website uh, where I share um, the three steps or three uh, bullet points to divine love, um, how that is within the self. You know, um, what I have found so true um, and so um, so ever true is that love, um, love is about vulnerability. And I can remember, I can remember You know, doing all the things outside of myself and being so disconnected, so disconnected from myself. And um, with that facade, with that false identity, um, you know, and doing all of the things, you know, um, I felt disconnected from myself. And uh, through my awakening, um, that, you know, God revealed within me and showed me that all the stuff that I was doing just wasn't me. It was fake. It was false. Um, and it wasn't love. I wasn't expressing the essence of who I was. I was suppressing it um, by doing a lot of the things, doing all the stuff, you know, and um, I, I medicated myself with food and didn't even know it. I medicated myself with food I numbed how I felt and um, because I just thought that you know I had to hide my myself because uh, you know I was told that being myself was considered weak and you know I had to put on uh, put on this role of 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 not showing up in the world as myself that I had to show up in the world as 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 somebody else as somebody who I wasn't And, you know, I believe God saves us from ourselves and God saved me from myself. And oftentimes, you know, we think like the pain, (laughs) the pain that we might be experiencing. And then we're like, why is this happening to me? And then when we come out of our pain, we're like, oh, this is what you were trying to show me. And so on today, um, I looked at my picture. Today was the day that I physically um, had we celebrated. How long have I been married? Let's see. I got married in 2003 and we are in 2018. So that's, uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 15 years, 15 years. Um, um, but I wanted to talk today about, uh, love. And I remember just looking back, um, on some of the pictures that I saw this morning on Facebook, I looked at a couple of, you know, the memory and just looking at it. I just, um, there was a part of me that sobbed. Um, there was a part of me that, you know, I didn't physically, you know, cry, but I felt, um, sad. Part of me felt sad. And I thought, I thought on it because I, I thought about thinking that, I had to do all the things, um, do all the things outside of myself, you know, being in control, being controlling and, um, um, not really being who, not really showing up as me, um, in the area of love and not really being vulnerable and, um, just carrying this hard exterior because I thought that I had to do all of the things. I thought I had to do all of the things, and um, it became sickening. And I just remember, you know, just reflecting on that this morning, and this um, thought, this thought, this light at the end of that, you know, spiraling uh, tunnel of 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 thinking, you know, the of of all the things that I that I thought I had to do, just going down that spiraling, spiraling tunnel, there was this light at the end and that light of, of remembering and that light was what allowed me to see, ah, you are now vulnerable. You see how you can show up as you in the world you see how all that time when you were hiding yourself because you thought that you couldn't be vulnerable, that you couldn't show up as you, your pain showed you that you can show up as you, that love is about vulnerability and showing up. As you showing up as who you are. That vulnerability is about goodness. That vulnerability is about expressing the truth and authenticity of who you are and not showing up as a a guard from fear. Not showing up uh, from what other people tell you you should be but standing in the groundness, in the anchor of, of, of that, of that child, that childlike authenticity of, of, of this is me unapologetically. This is who I am. And this is where I will blossom from. And I will no longer hide from that place. So what love showed me what love has showed me and continues to show me is that vulnerability is beautiful. Vulnerability is beauty. Vulnerability is you. And giving yourself permission to be that within you. Giving yourself permission to be that within you. I'm so grateful for love that it is, is me and within me. And on today, I am so grateful to awaken to that truth. I'm so grateful that I found and returned to myself without letting fear be the leader of my life. Because standing in the truth of who you are heals. Standing in love of you authentically You without the barriers of fear, without needing to hide. What are you hiding from? Just standing in that. (sighs) Standing in that feels good. And so, on today, I, you know, just invite you on today stand in you stand in all of you, all of your vulnerability all of your and, and go there within you and listen to that place within you and know that you know that place is a sense of connectedness Excuse me. That place is a center, is a center. Is a place of anchor. It's a place of beauty. And when you come from that place. That it is out of that place where you water your garden. You water your garden around you and You bring that same energy into the lives of the people that you love. This is love. This is love and being vulnerable with others and showing others out of your authenticity that it's okay to be vulnerable. And this is what I've learned. One of the things that I've learned in the area of love. Then it's okay to be you because you are showing up and giving the world a special gift. That's all I have for today. That's all I have for today. Moment of reflecting and thankful. So, with that said, I will see you guys another day. Thank you guys for joining in if you would like to know more about um, connecting to the self and you know just removing you know what might be in your way of not ascending to that place of love you can go onto my website and uh, check out what I have to offer on that note you guys enjoy your day enjoy your day and I will talk to you guys tomorrow episode 24 oh my goodness how are you guys doing tonight it's Sunday night you guys know if you've heard me have listened to my podcast um, you know that I love Sunday nights hey Sunday nights are great Sunday nights are awesome I was just doing some reflecting on today um, in particular um, about the book that I have been reading a friend of mine friend of ours had, um, recommended this book, uh, called Braving the Wilderness. Um, and then there's an extra, there's some other, uh, words to that title. I just can't remember, remember, um, off the top of my head, but the, but the audio book that I have been listening to, this will be, um uh, my third time listening to it. And, you know, actually my third time, like really, really digesting you know, what um the author Brene Brown has to say. And I've been doing some really good thinking and digesting and and uh, just doing some examining in my own life and a lot of reflecting. And I want to just talk about some key points. And I also want to just, you know, be transparent with you guys about just my own life. Um, and so she talked about Braving the Wilderness. And um uh, the book is really all about... Um Standing alone, but really understanding the meaning of what standing alone is It's about honoring your truth, honoring who you are um, and uh, vulnerability it's talking about real love it's talking about connection, and it also talks about that really stood out to me. It talked about um she remembered her quote. Um, over the years by Maya Angelou. And she remembered a quote that said, I'm paraphrasing, um, that basically says that we belong, but we belong nowhere. We belong, and at the same time, we belong nowhere. And I remember she was saying that, thinking about that quote with Maya Angelou, um, she was just like, I have a problem with that. You know, everybody has the right to belong somewhere. And she was, you know, just talking about that. You know, everybody has a right, you know, to belong somewhere. And I, and I really don't agree with that quote. And as she, you know, as the years pass and as she starts, you know, um, doing more research and just, you know, expanding, you know, her, her, her consciousness on that quote and uh, really just evolving and growing within her own life, um, she understood it finally clicked for her. And what it meant was that there is a connection with all of us. There is a connection that all of us have. But the sense of needing to belong. We don't need to belong anywhere. The belonging is the acceptance within ourselves. The acceptance that we give ourselves through vulnerability, through being connected with the people that we have around us, uh, through being open, uh, through being transparent, uh, standing your ground. And at the same time, she says, you know, uh, what she remembered uh, I believe from the Buddhist, she was talking about in the book, having a hard, um, a hard back and a soft front, a hard back and a soft front, um, and, uh, and, and, and a, a fiery heart, a heart with compassion. And, you know, I just thought about that, you know, just, just those, just those sayings, you know, having a strong back and a soft front, um. Just the balance and and a, and a fiery heart, and so when I think of a strong back, I think of you know having a strong back is, um, you know, uh, being solid, being anchored in who you are, and then having the soft front is not being, uh, you know, cold and guarded and standoffish, but and 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 then it talked about having a fiery heart is being compassion and open. And, 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 you know, like the lion's heart having courage, you know, having courage. And so, you know, just the balance of all of those is just, it's just really, it's so um, refreshing to hear. Um, It's an excellent book. I recommend you get it. Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. And so I was just thinking, you know, on with the book, I was just thinking about my own life, you know, growing up, she talked about in the book, how, you know, growing up, Um, You know, she wasn't that girl. She wasn't that girl that was on the, you know, the cheerleading squad, you know, and the popularity contest and all that. And she wasn't that girl. And her story reminded me of mine's. Um, It's very similar to mine in a sense of, I never felt like I belonged. I felt that I grew up in a society where... You know, clicks and groups were considered, you know, validated. You were validated if you were in this particular group. You were validated if you know you dressed a certain way. You were validated if you looked a certain way. You were validated if your skin color was a certain way. You were validated if you were shaped a certain way. You were validated. You know, you get my point, right? If you fit the description of what. Um most people would view or or certain clicks or groups uh, would view acceptance as, and I really am I'm so grateful for this thought that I had because um it made me really think because for a long time, for a long time, I had tried to fit in that group, fit in that mold of thinking that was my way of connecting. Of thinking that was my way of connecting and thinking, well, if I act this way, if I talk this way, if I dress this way, then I would be accepted. And then there was a part of me that was rebellious against that. Like, I don't want to do that just to feel accepted. And at the same time, I struggled with it because in school, you know, I didn't have the Tommy Hill figure. I didn't have the Tommy Hill figure clothes. I didn't have the Nautica clothes. I didn't have the Nikes, I didn't didn't have all the stuff. I didn't have it. And there's a part of me that was like, I shouldn't have to do that to feel accepted. And then there was a part of me was like, well, I think I have to somewhat do it just to fit in, just to fit in, in order to connect with somebody. And so there was this connection that I would have with people but the connection was only out of talking about other people. The connection that I had with people with people was only out of talking about other people. The connection that I had with people was a, was a false connection. The connection that I had was with people was about talking about surface things, was about talking about gossiping about church members, gossiping about church gossiping about so-and-so being negative and it was like an instant buzz right and she talks about the book like this instant gratification of like you know she was like uh saying you know how you have this instant gratification of 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 connection that you have of connection that you have with people um or, or a stranger you know it's like a common enemy if you have if you're you, you you know find connection When you're talking about other people or when you're talking about surface things. And I honestly thought, I honestly thought that that was really how you, how people were. I thought that that was real relationship. And I thought that that was how people connected because that was what I was around. That was what I was around in school. That was what I was around in church. And I thought I had to be that, you know, fit in order to fit in, in order to connect with people. And there was this part of me that shut down. There was this part of me that shut down because it didn't feel authentic and it didn't feel real. And I just didn't know how... To connect with myself and be okay with myself. Because, you know, everybody on the outside and what I was seeing on the outside was false connection. And so I put up this wall and this guard of nobody understands me. Nobody understands me. You know, I'm not sure why God brought me into this world. In a world where people don't understand me. Well, I must misunderstood. And so I'll just stay guarded. I'll stay disconnected. And then on top of thinking that you can't trust people. And so I stayed within myself. And I have a twist in a different perspective on that because I am daring greatly. I'm daring greatly because I believe that we are all connected in the world. I believe that we must not judge others, but at the same time, we must stand in our truth. I believe in vulnerability. Um, I believe in connection. But what the thing is, I had to connect with myself. I had to connect back to myself. I had to find I had to find me. I returned to me, which is why I'm so grateful for the awakening, you know, my dark night of the soul. I'm so grateful for it because I realized on the path and on, you know, reading the book, um, listening to the audio audiobook, I realized how guarded I was and how much I looked for that agreement of nobody understands me, so I'm going to shut down. Nobody understands me, so I'm going to shut down. And so I have a different agreement now. She talked about be mindful of basically what you're looking for because you're going to get more of it. Be mindful of what you're looking for because you're going to get more of it. And um, this is so true. And so I'm grateful that I broke that agreement. That to stand in your courage, even when you're afraid. To stand in your courage. To stand in your truth. To stand in the the love within you. To stand in your authenticity. To stand in your beauty. To stand in who you are. To stand in that. And radiate and shine. Isn't that good, (laughs) y'all? Isn't that good? Um, If you guys would like to know more about me, my website is www.cammyknight.org. I'm standing in agreement with you. And I believe, I believe in you. We are all connected, helping each other. You know, one heart at a time. We're all in this human race together. And so let's spread more love, more vulnerability, and more trust. Until next time, I will see you guys later. You guys have a great night. Get lots of rest. Get lots of rest. And uh, see you guys next time. Bye-bye. So y'all know it's good when I start recording at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Y'all know it's good when when I do my podcast in the morning because that's when I get my bright ideas. How are you guys doing before we dive in? This is fresh off the press. This is fresh off of the press. <laughs> so um I'm excited to share. This is Cammie Knight with A Higher Love. A higher love is just another way of saying unconditional love. And uh, if you would like to know just more about that story and more about, you know, what and why I came up with the phrase A Higher Love, you can go onto my website. Um, it's www.cammieknight.org. And on my website... Not only do I share about um, a higher love, but I also have on my website um, the three steps to divine love. Divine love is real love, unconditional love. And this type of love is placed on the inside of every single one of us. And I created this product because um, this is really what God healed me from, delivered me from, um, returned me to my divine self. And what was in the way of love, my expansion of love, what was in the way was a lot of barriers, was a lot of blocks, and I didn't even know. Um, I was raised to view love as being conditional, um, that God was outside of me, and that um, uh, not only that, but I viewed God as being conditional. This conditional God that, uh, you know, I had to do hurdles and somersaults and dot every I and cross every T. And I was looking over my shoulder um, because I was, you know, waving this banner of, do you accept me? Am I okay now, God? Do you love me now, God? Now that I've done everything. And that's how I was raised to view God. That's how I was raised to, to view love. And the divine God showed me and sat me down and really shut down my whole world because I was functioning under that umbrella of love, under that umbrella of that perception of love. And, um, you know, God really sat me down and, uh, got my attention, got my attention and said, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing, you know, this isn't love, um, All that you were feeling within your soul, that thing that you were resisting um, when you were going against the grain, that thing that was tapping at your heart, that was your higher self speaking. um, That thing that you were feeling, you know, when they were telling you about, you know, how God, uh, you know, is displeased with us and we had to do all of the, uh, you know, the things uh, to receive God's acceptance and God's approval. Um, this isn't love and this isn't who I am. And I'm getting ready to show you through you um, the essence of love. And so I went through a process and still going through a process. But I went through at the time this dark night of the soul and what, what many would call an enlightenment. And through this enlightenment, um, I saw the truth and I saw the light. Um, within my personal life, and I was able to um, expound and grow and really be um, the person that I've always um, desired to be. That's most important. You know, how many of us, like, have you, are you actually being the person that you desire? Are you actually being the person that you desire? You know, here it is all along, I've been living out of another, out of this false identity of doing all the things of what they told me to do and told me to be. And, uh, you know, our pain oftentimes we think is torment, right? Because it it doesn't feel good. Pain doesn't feel good. But I went through a process, a a pruning process, a purifying process. And, um, through that came this butterfly (laughs) came this essence and beauty of love and uh, this is why I came up with the higher love and I really thought to be honest with you in the beginning I thought it was just like wham God you know in my wilderness um I you know had a many conversations with God but you know God had revealed to me and shared with me some things um in regards to my life and um you know, I thought that, you know, what God shared with me, I thought it was just like, okay, great, God, this is awesome. Thanks. And I thought I was going to be on my merry way. <laughs> you know when God speaks, you know, through you. And it's like, okay, this is great. And it's like, oh no, the process begins now. <laughs> the process begins now. And so the process was hard. The process was challenging. But the process was beautiful. The process was ugly. The process was grinching. The process was scary. The process was purifying. But what came of it uh, was the truth of who I was. What came of it was love. What came of it was real. I remember listening to Beyonce's Lemonade album and she was uh, quoting, I believe it was either Maya Angelou or one of her, what, what her grandmother said. Uh, you 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 Beyonce fans probably know exactly what it is, but she was saying that anything that is real cannot be threatened. And through my process, I found... That what came through the, the purifying stage, you know, when God sticks you in the furnace, right? What never left was the essence of who I was, was the truth of who I was, and that is love, that is light. That is truth. And although the cunning part of fear that I used to side with for a long time, although, you know, it sounds very tempting to go um, the way of fear, to allow fear to be the leader of my life, it was very tempting to do that. And even though I wanted to go towards the fear, I knew that once I had said yes, and once I had been introduced to light, once I became light, and once I realized the absence of darkness was light, I couldn't go back. Although I was tempted to allow fear to go back into the hole of um, conventionality, mediocrity, I'll go back into this hole. although that sound comfortable and familiar, more familiar than comfortable, it sound comfortable. There was something that changed on the inside of me that will never be the same. Ever. So I believe that in some form, in some way that we agree to our assignment. We agree to our calling before we come to the, to the world. I believe that I've heard of many different ways of, you know, this analogy. I've heard of one, one analogy. I was talking to a friend um, over the weekend and she was saying, um, yeah, you know, I believe, and, 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 you know, there's, there's the African, Uh, proverb um, where you have a sort of conversation or interaction with your um, ancestors and somehow you agree Um, before you come into the world you must agree it's like a conversation you have with God or with your ancestors and in some form you say yes to it before you come into the world and um this is why you cannot run from the calling because you said yes to it before the foundation of the world before you came into the world i also there there is also a conversation there's also i'm sorry an analogy that um i've also heard where in some form you agreed with god um or god shared told you your assignment and um Somehow you surrendered um, and said yes to it in some form. So there are many different analogies, but it all, you know, it all sounds the same. It's all under the umbrella of um, knowing that the call, you said yes to the call um, before um, you actually entered into your wilderness. So this is why the victory and the win Is always a yes at the end Um, because, in some form, you know, how powerful you are, in some form, you've already said yes to it. And so, this is why oftentimes you're thinking you're running from it the illusion of fears, you're thinking that you're running from it, and you always end up going back to it. This is love. I have been running from this. You know, when, when you, in the beginning of my, you know, transition and my darkness, night of soul, I've been running from, I'd, I'd ran from it. Cause I was like, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard. Like I'm out, I'm done. Let me just go back to being, um, oblivious to things. Let me go back into, um, you know, the dimension that I was in because where you're taking me, God and where my soul is being being pulled towards this is a this is a hard pull and so i want to just go back to what i know and so there was a fight there's a fight of control um being controlling um and it was stemmed from fear uh but no matter how hard i fought the harder i fought the harder i fought and ran from it um the more discontentment I had. So I had to give it up and say, okay. And that was when my soul expanded. That was when I started blossoming into who I really am. And uh, I want to share on today about The fifth dimension of love, when God takes you out of that third dimension, when I talk about the third dimension, I'm talking about things that you see on the surface, uh, things that you see, um, and you feel you need to work out, um, by doing all the top 10 things. To make love better, you do all the top 10 things. You communicate more. You know, you write down what you like. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about marriage. I'm talking about, I'm really talking about just relationships in general. I'm talking about, you know, our, our, our soul contracts that we make. Um, and I'm talking about in the area of love. And this is, you know, God has transitioned me um, from a three-dimensional um, level of re- relating to love. And what I mean by that is, you know, that 3D dimension is, well, you know, thinking that the, that the answer is outside of you. Thinking that, you know, that the person that you're in a relationship with, your husband or your wife, or the person that you love... You're thinking, oh, you know, they have to do more, you know, in order to make me feel happy or we need to communicate more. Let's sit down and talk. Let's go on a a vacation. Let's do this to make our relationship better. This was really how, you know, I viewed love and how I thought relationships um, could should be. And that was my dimension at that time. You know, that was my level of understanding of how I thought love should be. But when God did um, a change within me and shifted me to another dimension of love, what I found out was that there was um, cleansing that needed to do and needed to happen within me. There was some agreements that I had made along the way. Um, in the area of love, in the area of how I viewed myself, um, in the area of, you know, holding on to um, the agreement of of bitterness and and distrust and fear, Um, you know, what, what your mother told you, what what you saw around you under, under the, under the realm of fear, under the realm of, of distrust and bitterness and all of that is under fear. And as I was shifting to the next dimension of love, what I found, what was happening within me was that I stopped looking outside of me. I stopped looking, you know, at my counterpart. I stopped looking at my outside relationships. I stopped looking at, you know, I stopped looking on the outside. I stopped looking on the outside. I stopped looking at Casey. I stopped looking. At you know, my children, I stopped looking at my loved ones. I stopped looking at the relationships outside of me and thinking that it was them. And in particularly, you know, um you know, our life partners or you know, our soulmates or our our counterparts, um our twin souls, you know, whatever you resonate with, and particularly in that realm, what I what I kept seeing. What I kept seeing in the area of love, in that dimension of love, what I kept seeing was there was a refining uh fire that was happening within me. And in the refining, in the refining of my soul, in the level of love, what was happening was that all of that stuff that i had agreed to along the way and not only that what that was clearing and i was shifting my alignment i was shifting um my agreements into truth and love and light and as i kept shifting and aligning my life up with the true essence of who i was um and saying yes to my highest good saying yes to my true self i started shifting into what was called a 5d five-dimensional level of love where um, you don't really necessarily talk about, uh, you communicate verbally. It's more of an intuitive feeling that you have within yourself. And what I mean by that is, you know, your spouse, uh, the person that you love unconditionally is the mirror, is the mirror of of, of the things of the stuff within you um that is blocking you from your own love within yourself and from the love that you have and you express to your spouse, so what I mean by that is it is not per se I am blaming or looking at you know uh, the person that I love unconditionally as the person that I need to um uh, fix or or I need to talk to them and communicate with them about what you know is bothering me or what they need to fix or or me being angry at them if there is something that they have done it's something that they are triggering within me triggering within me and oftentimes it has to do with the baggage and the and the, the you know the agreements and the things that i've picked up along the way that isn't me and so if it triggers your anger if it triggers um an insecurity if it triggers um a false identity of who you are if it triggers um because remember all of that stuff you know uh distrust um anxiety worry um um insecurity um inadequacy comparison all of that is in this under this umbrella of fear and if you know the 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 relationships that we have in our lives if it is triggering that within us we have to examine okay is it that person or is there something within me that i have agreed to along the way And if I have agreed to it along the way, is it stemmed under fear? And if it's stemmed under fear, then this is a false identity of who I am. And so therefore, I must dig deep and ask God, okay, what is it? What is it within me? that I have agreed to along the way that I have picked up as a, as a false identity what is it this is what we call the refiner's fire this is what we call the the, the pruning part of us where it, uh, the, the people that we love becomes a mirror or triggers the stuff within us and then as it triggers within us what happens is that we go through a a a pruning and a refining fire and what what comes up uh, is you know the ugly stuff But what is real, what sustains, what is within us is truth. What is within us is unconditional love. What is within us is our divine selves. And so when we transition into this five-dimension level of love, when we transition to this five-dimension level of love, we now are able to tap into what we feel intuitively. It's no longer clouded and hindered and blocked and the static of us flowing into the truth of who we are and the static it is it, no longer in the way are you following me it's no longer in the way because we've listened within ourselves and so in the area of five dimension love it's more of an intuitive flow of listening to the love within ourselves and removing the agreements removing the baggage removing the toxins within us that is blocking our view and our, our and our and our expansion of love and so now we have a clearer way of seeing things. And now we see things for what it is. And so we can embrace love. We can embrace love for what it is and not be hindered by the static, not be hindered by what we've agreed to along the way. And we can fully embrace how God sees us. And we can be the very thing that God sees within us because it is us. Because it is us. And so we flow out of a place of of truth of who we are. We flow out of a place of love of who we are. We flow out of a place of light of who we are. And we're not operating. We're not looking through things through our baggage. We're not looking through things through the stuff we picked up along the way. We're looking at love and being love and living out of love because we no longer think that the answer is outside of us. It is everything that we have picked up within us. And if you picked up things within us, in you along the way that has stemmed under fear, we are now able to see, okay, the very thing that triggered me, so it wasn't my spouse. In many cases, it isn't the person that you love. In many cases, it is triggering the things within you. And so we stop blaming. We stop being angry at the person. Because we realize, okay, what is it that is triggering within me? Everything starts with you. Everything starts with you. You know, I don't don't know your situation. I don't know, you know, your personal situation and if you you know you would like to um have a conversation with me um you can go ahead and uh go on to uh my email uh, at com, and go ahead and email me and we can set up a time where i can you know converse with you and we can have a conversation and uh find you know what is it that might be blocking you from love what is it that you know might be hindering you from receiving all that is for you um, in the expansion of love um but if this resonates with you if this if this resonates with you um you will find that as you go into the next dimension of love it's less external fixing mhm it's an intuitive feeling that you feel and it comes from love. It's an intuitive feeling that you feel and it comes from love. This is why you know I love love. I love what it does. I love unconditional love. I love um what it represents you know i love partnership i love divine relationships i love it because it reveals the stuff uh you know it reveals our stuff it reveals the stuff that we've picked up along the way that that it that we've claimed as who we are but it's not because it's stemmed under so much of what we've agreed to under fear you know a lot of our you know why we disconnect the disconnection that we have, a lot of it is because, you know, we are afraid. It's because of fear, you know, um, comparing, you know, I, I remember doing a lot of comparing and comparison. What I, you know, what I found out through li- reading, I'm not reading the book, but listening to this audiobook book um, by Brene Brown. And, oh, she got the think of the top, oh, rising strong, and uh you know she talked about how comparison is under fear, and I, for so long, I had compared myself to other people because because of the the um so much of the inadequacy and so much of the baggage that I had picked up along the way under fear you know, this false uh, identity, this illusion of how I thought I had to be. And um, I'm just reminded so much um, in the area of love and expansion of who I really am and who I really, you know, I'm called to be. This is the evolution of love. This is who you are. And this is why I believe, you know, I came to the world was really to share with other people um, about love and what I have, you know, evolved and returned to and returned to. And it's just been such an amazing journey for me um, because I've not only connected with myself, but I've connected, um, you know, with the people that I've loved. I've connected more uh, on an intuitive level um, with Casey. I've connected more on an intuitive level with the people um, that are in my life i 've connected more on intuitive level and and it takes a level of vulnerability and and listening and feeling and going with the flow of love and 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 asking for guidance and being open to the signs that the angels are showing you and being open you know to what God has shown you and honoring what God has placed inside of you you know many of us we don 't honor what God has placed inside of us we run out of fear you know it's like god has placed something on the inside of you and god has showed you and shown you something you know and it's like it's sometimes it can be so intimidating you know it's like no nah, that that can't be for me you know I'll, I'll i'll run from i'll run from it that 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 can't be for me and that is your the false identity that is fear talking this is the illusion talking that you've adapted as as who you as it being you and it isn't you isn't this good you guys and this is what i have learned in the dimension of love in the dimension of love. And so you will find, as you find more truth, as you find more of the agreements that you've picked up along the way that is stemmed under fear. Now, there are some agreements that you've picked up along the way that is under love. I'm not, you know, we, and we know the difference because our body lets us know when we, the agreements that we've picked up along the way, if it's stemmed under fear, our body will let us know if you feel rigid, if you feel restrained, if you feel, you know, like you're holding on to something, that's because you, you know, your body and your mind puts this automatic defense of holding onto this fear. And so it puts up this wall, right? And so under that, when you're when you're feeling those symptoms that is uh an illusion because it's it's preventing you from expanding into love and when you when your body is at ease when it's relaxed is when you surrender to love and there is a battle at times right because in vulnerability sometimes there is that battle there is that that you know you feel you feel the truth of who you are and you feel the fear um but 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 Choose love. Choose love and vulnerability. Pause. Give yourself grace, but choose love. Pause. Give yourself grace, but but follow the truth of who you are. Pause, but give yourself grace and keep going. That's a vulnerability. Love is vulnerability. Um, So I hope that you guys have learned something. Isn't this good, you guys? It's just like sparked up in my heart. In my spirit uh in the in the in the next dimension of love, they call it the the five d or you know just the next dimension of love, where you come out of that three d love that world system of love, or you know I do this, you do that i I did this now you have to do that, and we move on to the next dimension that five d that five dimension of love and and then you know, as you move to that, you, you tap into another realm. You tap into a spiritual realm where you are connected. You are connected with all things. You are connected with the universe. You're connected with God every year. You become one with. You become one with and you are guided. You become guided. You, you feel things intuitively. You feel as though you are, 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 are spirit in flesh. Yes, that's who we are. But as you become um, more of connected with, with your higher self, you find out how amazing your higher self really is. And then you become connected to your counterpart on a whole different dimension. You feel what they feel on a whole different dimension without even saying anything. That's a whole nother dimension. Because we are spirit before we are flesh. We are spirit before we are flesh. And we tap into more of who we are. And so we listen. And, you know, this is where the ego subsides. This is where the ego subsides. Because it goes past the ego. And into a realm of divine truth. So once again, if you would like to know more about me and, you know, just some guides and helping you along the way, um, my website is www.caminight.org. I am so proud of you guys for just taking that step into divine love and taking that step and and having the courage and listening to this stuff because the stuff is, is it's, you know, it's, it's foundation, it's heavy not heavy in a sense of burden but it's, it has a weight to it, love has a weight to it, love is free love is a flow but love has a weight to it love has, because it's real, there's an anchor to love foundation to love um, an astro, astro van to love yeah so once again, thank you guys for listening in. I'm so happy y'all listening to this stuff. Let's let's nourish the earth um, by nourishing us. By nourishing us. Um, you want to get in contact with me once again is inner peace. Innerpeace at Um if you would like to um uh find out more about the um, product that I talked about earlier, the three steps of divine love. That's Um And once again, there's no such thing as steps, but I just came up with it. There are three actual like key bullet points um, to understanding divine love within the self and what that, you know, what comes from that. So go ahead to my website and check it out. Or if you would like to contact me, go ahead and hit me up on my email. Other than that, All hearts and minds are clear. (laughs) Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing day. And uh, may you feel more connected within you um, each day. You can trust you because that's where God lives. With that said, bye.